We're getting close to the end of 2022 and we're doing a quick roundup of some of the interesting things that happened in different countries this year. These are the three most interesting pieces of news that caught my eye. Hi there, you're listening to What's New Today, a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. This is Sangeeta, your host from India. And since it would be terribly boring if I were the one telling you about all these news stories around the world, I usually invite a few super curious children who could be from anywhere in the world to join me on this show. And together we unravel stories in every episode. And in the first segment of today's episode, to discuss three interesting things that made it to the news headlines from around the world is... Hi, I'm Adya. I'm 11 years old and I'm from India. The first interesting piece of news is that the baguette, which is a long strip of bread the French people have been baking for centuries, has been added to the United Nations Heritage List. I know that there are many temples and museums and places that are added to the UN heritage list and these places are to be well preserved. So I'm wondering now if I take a bite of the baguette then will some UN peacekeeping force or someone come up and watch me to see if I'm biting the baguette very properly? Here is the second piece of interesting news that I read. Last month, the world population exceeded 8 billion. Wow, 8 billion is a really big number. I can't even imagine the number of cars that we might soon see on our roads. Here's what I'm wondering. If the world population keeps increasing like this, will we at some point only have a sleeping bag under a tree for shelter? We'll have no space to build houses. Here's the third interesting piece of news that I read. The US seems to be running out of bomb-sniffing dogs. Oh, you mean the kind of dogs that we see outside airports or railway stations, which checks if someone who's walking in is carrying a bomb on them? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Here's my question. If you're really running out of bomb-sniffing dogs, shouldn't you not be telling anyone about it? Couldn't you just place like a normal dog and pretend it's a bomb-sniffing dog so that people will be scared and just not carry any bombs anyhow? (laughs) And moving on to the next segment in this episode, which is about a few big events that have happened in a few countries around the world. And to talk about these events are three super curious children and let me introduce you to them. Hi, I'm Ananya, a 14-year-old from Nagpur, India. And the next is a 6th grader. Hi, I'm Trai. I'm from Chennai in India and I'm 11 years old. And the next is a ninth grader from Delhi. This is Tejas Varun Daddy. Welcome to the show, all three of you. So let's start with Ananya. What's the most interesting news story that you found about a country around the world. I know you did mention earlier while we were chatting that you've been fascinated by what's going on in China. There's this island 
around 100 miles away from southeast China called Taiwan. China thinks that it is a breakaway province, but the island Taiwan does not think so. Taiwan produces 60% of the semiconductor chips. Taiwan is really important for the West countries, for example, the US, because it's a very important industrial region as it produces 60% of the semiconductor chips, which is required for the making of the electronic devices. Wow, really? I have a question. Why can't other countries produce the kind of semiconductor chips that Taiwan can produce? Taiwan has developed a technological edge, which is not yet developed by other countries of the world yet. And the world hasn't been able to figure out how they do this. So what's the interesting news story? Uh, is there something about to happen there? So Xi Jinping was elected for third term this year and he wants to bring Taiwan back to China. And for that, he's conducting several military drills. So what do you guys think? Just by conducting military drills, does that mean a war is imminent? You never know because these can be just empty warnings because so you need to make yourself appear as a threat. Hmm. So you're saying it might just be a nice theatrical act, not necessarily lead to a war. Now on to you, Trai. Please tell us what's the most interesting news story of the year that you've come across. As most of us know, Russia invaded Ukraine in February 2022. With a lot of help from Western nations, Ukraine has been able to fight back. So, Russia has only been able to capture three eastern provinces in Ukraine so far. The fighting is still going on and may still go on in 2023. Trey, what do you find really interesting when you, um, you know, read news stories about wars? I think wars usually help technological growth because when governments are desperate to win, they invest a lot of money in scientific laboratories where they make a lot of new weapons. Is there any one example that comes to your head? I think the development of computers itself happened uh, after the Second World War. The Germans were using a machine called the Enigma with which they could send coded messages daily. Because the Britishers wanted to break the code, they hired a mathematician called Alan Turing. He developed the first computer algorithm to break this code. And since then, computers have evolved to become what they are today. I have a question. So basically, these technological advancements, they may not always be good. They can always, they can always have a negative impact as well as... So what do you have to say about that? Yes, I agree. Scientific discoveries can be used for both good and bad. For example, nuclear fission is used both like an atom bomb and as a renewable source of energy. The best you can do if you want no country to use a dangerous scientific discovery for a tool is to make a system which will penalize the country if it uses that tool. Speaking of penalizing, I'd love if countries can set up a penalty code for people who send text messages entirely tapped in all caps. 
<laughs> and now moving on to Tejas, what's the most interesting story that caught your eye this year? Well, uh, the ma- a major problem which the world is facing now, uh, not exclusively exclusively the UK, is the cost of living crisis, the energy crisis. Everyone uh, is experiencing a lack of resources because of this. They're not able to pay off their bills. There's a lot of political instability in the United Kingdom. The, the prime ministers are being replaced. And within this year, we've had three prime ministers for the UK. And ultimately, this comes down to a variety of problems like the cost of living crisis and COVID-19. So no, was there any specific reason for uh, the crisis that is happening? Well, your... inflation is ultimately the problem that uh, the prices of goods are rising and COVID-19 didn't help them at all. Yes, they just all of us are seeing fat shopping bills and we know inflation is a real thing in most parts of the world. So this year, I saw a very interesting movie on Netflix. It's a movie called The Swimmers. It's about two young Syrian sisters who flee their homes and they swim across the Mediterranean Sea all the way from Syria to Greece where they seek asylum and then they go on to represent their country in the swimming category at the Rio Olympics. So usually when we all think about interesting news stories about countries around the world, The stories that catch our eye are usually about the United States or the UK or about people in China or even Russia. We rarely read news stories about people in many other parts of the world. But Ananya found something very interesting that caught her eye about a very long war that's been going on in a tiny little country called Yemen. Ananya, would you like to tell us about who is fighting in Yemen and what's the news update for this year? There are two groups. One is the government of Yemen and the Saudi Arabia. And the other one is of Houthis and some other smaller groups. Houthis are not happy with the government because they think that the government is not acting in good faith. So as the Houthis were not happy with the government, they begin a war that is going on for seven plus years. And after all of the war that's been going on in 2022, the Houthis and the government have agreed upon a ceasefire, which will be a temporary relief to the people of Yemen. I have one question here, Ananya. This conflict in Yemen has been going on for more than seven years. Did you see mention of this very often? I did, but uh, very little about it. No, I haven't at all. And Yemen is a country which isn't really that significant in the global sphere. It's not, I, I believe it's overlooked compared to other countries. In our country, uh, we would receive a lot of news about ourselves. But even if you look at the news, if you read your newspapers, you'll definitely see something about Russia and Ukraine and even the UK and this everything which is going on in the US or China. The focus is too much on the war going between Russia and Ukraine. So we forget the war between the government and the Saudis and the Saudis and Saudi Arabia. Just to get a little bit of perspective, some of you missed going to school for a couple of years. Children in Yemen have probably not seen school for seven, eight years. 
we have one last quick wrap up story from tejas who wants to tell us about one of the longest reigning monarchs queen elizabeth the second and her death queen elizabeth the second she was the longest reigning monarch of the uk and she passed away recently this september so everyone must have heard all about it what's the one thing that you find really interesting about the reign of queen elizabeth the second she was she was appointed as queen not a long time after the second world war she maintained stability of the throne she never interfered with politics i agree tejas hers will be a very tough act to follow and before we wrap up we come to the most interesting part of any of our episodes quiz time In today's quiz we're going to be doing something slightly different. I'll give Adya three words and Adya I'd like you to guess which country I am referring to with these three words as the clue. Shall we begin? Of course, the first country panda, noodles, dragon. China. And the second country is the Eiffel Tower, the baguette, and the blue cheese. France. And what gave away the answer? Eiffel Tower. Not the baguette we just discussed. Baguette was the second best clue. Okay, and on to the last one. This is the Amazon River, football, and coffee. Brazil What gave it away was the Amazon River and of course football Thank you so much Adya Ananya Tejas and Trai it was such fun chatting with all the three of you If you enjoyed listening to this podcast please do let people know by clicking the follow or subscribe button and leave us a rating and a review That makes a huge difference to how people can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening and they too can start listening to what's new today. And before we wrap up this episode, I would like to ask all of you a small favor. Here at What's New Today, we're all thinking of ways of improving this podcast to give you our wonderful listeners more of what you would enjoy. So we can do that. It would really help us if you could fill out a survey questionnaire and share some of your opinions and ideas with us. Now, if you scroll right down below to the show notes, the text below this episode, you'll find the link to this survey right there. Happy holidays and thanks for listening.